Hi everyone and welcome to episode 20 of From Scribble to Skyrocket. Best believe we are at episode 20 already. Ah! <laughs> anyway, in case you missed it, last episode was a video episode so I'll put the link in the description. So it was the episode 19 called Why Are You Always Trying? And I invited Beverly and yeah we just have a really interesting conversation I recommend you know you have a watch leave a comment and yeah hopefully that won't be the last video episode but for now we're back to hearing my voice so a couple of weeks ago I shared that I finally booked my ticket I can't believe I'm saying it out loud. I have booked my ticket and I am really, really looking forward to it. But at the same time, I'm also quite nervous because it's like, oh my God, it's like, it's real. Like now that, because I kept saying, oh, I can't do this. I can't think about that until I have my ticket in my hand. But now I actually have my ticket in my hand. So it's just like, ah. <laughs> but um, yeah, but on the other side, now that I do have a date fixed, it means that I can actually focus more, you know, it's real, I can count down and yeah, it's, it's happening. So I won't share the exact date, but it's definitely after the summer, which is, yeah, much later than what I had initially planned and hoped for. The reason for pushing it back is because I just wanted to give myself more time and I know that's such a cop-out and it's also yeah low-key my way of procrastinating but I just wanted more time and to like pace myself I I just want to be around for a couple of things like the summer not that I actually do anything special in the summer and most times the summers are nice in the UK and to be honest I actually do like spending the summer months in the UK and I don't really know why maybe because spirits are just higher also because the winter months are just very very miserable over here and yeah even now it's the start of March and I know March is kind of like a winter month transitioning into spring but this transition at it's taking too long. <laughs> it is actually taking too long. It's meant to be spring on like the 21st of March. I know it's the 6th of March today, but still. And apparently it's meant to be raining, waking up every morning at zero degrees. It, it's enough. I've had enough. Um, I'm tired of the cold. Like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I kind of want to be around for the summer. I also want to be around for my mum's birthday, which means a lot to me. And I just don't want to ha I don't want to like have to return for it either so yeah with a later date I just feel like I have the chance to give into a couple of wants give into FOMO although I don't know what exactly I'll be missing out on probably not a lot <laughs> or yeah I, I doubt I'll be missing out on anything to be honest and also it just gives me a bit longer to save as well 
And also, I have more flexibility in my um, duration because then I, yeah, at the moment I have a one-way ticket. So I don't, my um, return date is very much undecided. But knowing that I don't have anything to necessarily come back for or know that I need to be back by a certain date, then yeah, I'm a bit more flexible in that regard. Another reason or like an underlying reason as to why I'm going later than planned is also kind of like as a result of how I feel last year, like 2022 went. I feel like last year was very much a year where I've really just grown into myself more and I just have a clearer picture of myself, of who I am and of who I'm meant to be. And I I just want to dwell in that. I just want to, you know, um, spend time with myself basically while I'm in that space. I want to spend time with the person I know I am becoming. Yeah, last episode, um, so Beverly joined me on the podcast. So Beverly is a confidence and creativity coach and she's also the founder of Vibe365. And she explained um, that she ran this, um, what would I call it? I would call it an accountability group called 52 Weeks of Bravery, where essentially each week for a year, you do something brave. And I took part of that. And she also spoke about like different ways she invested in herself. And for me, taking part in um, 52 Weeks of Bravery was a way of investing in myself. It was a way of, um, yeah, just getting out of my comfort zone because I, I'm i not a big fan of accountability groups. I find them really, really daunting. The idea of, yeah, the idea of kind of like, telling people this is what I'm going to do, having to be quite open about why you're going to do it. Well, obviously you don't have to. You can share as much as you want. But yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know. It's just, and reporting back on whether you have done it or not. I don't don't know. Mm. It's just not, it's not my thing. Accountability groups are not my thing. But Beverly did it in a way where you are free to share as much as you want and you're also it wasn't an environment where you were like shamed or or it was frowned upon if you like didn't do a challenge or if you didn't do the thing that you set yourself out to do so it has definitely changed the way i view accountability groups in that sense also because I've seen how a facilitator can make it different or can make people feel more comfortable. I don't even know whether that made sense. But anyway, so taking part in um, 52 Weeks of Bravery, I felt like it just gave me the space and the opportunity to really get out of my shell and to, to feed my curiosity and to kind of like to do things that old Martha would never like Martha of a couple of years ago, she would never. So kind of be like, you know, be a bit braver, be bolder, and also do things that I've been putting off for the longest time, mainly out of fear of the unknown. 
So sometimes it's kind of just like easier to have it on your to-do list and never do it. So it did help me to finally address those things that I've always wanted to do or been wanting to do. So a couple of things that I've done were like speaking up when it comes to work in terms of honesty when I feel there was an injustice or being honest about why I left my previous job at my exit interview, which for which the reason was lack of diversity, basically, and everything that kind of came out of that due to lack of diversity. And also just, you know, asserting myself, asking and justifying for like promotion, pay rise, things like that at the workplace. Other challenges, trying to think what else. Of course, the podcast, how can I forget? That was definitely one of my things to do during um, 2022. Um, Setting financial boundaries, especially on a, I went on a group holiday and one of the things I was a little bit iffy about and FOMO and all of that type of stuff is, you know, group group finances, your own finances and your budget and everyone has their budget and, you know, you want to do certain activities, this and that. So making sure that I was just really honest and set my boundaries and said, okay, I'm going to do this, certain things I might want to sit out, this and that, things like that. Open water swimming was one of them. Another thing was um, wearing my natural hair out in public, which is something I haven't done since, like since 2017, I think. And even in 2017, I had like a, like a low cut. So like I used to go to the barber and stuff. So having grown it out since then, my hair was either headscarf, wigs or braids. You just won't see my hair. But last year I started slowly to, you know, let my hair breathe a bit. So out of the 52 weeks, I think I did about 33 33 out of 52 challenges, which is not too bad, but kind of like being in the space with other like-minded people, everyone else doing their own challenges and sharing, even though during, there was still a, um, like some type of, um, what do you call it? Spillover effect. That's it. There was still like the spillover effect and also a bit of the compounding. So If you remember from last episode, I asked Beverly, how do you get so comfortable being uncomfortable? And basically it just came down to practice. And I felt like on weeks where I didn't have a challenge or I didn't set something to do for um, for myself, there were still little things that I would do that I know this time last year I wouldn't have done. And that was due to, definitely due to being in that group, having the oh what's the worst that could happen you know idea also just gaining a bit of confidence from listening or reading other people's um stories and how they're getting on with their challenges as well so there was definitely like spillover and some compounding as to me being braver even in the little things that I do the little day-to-day things or Things that I just don't even necessarily think about, but then when I do think about it, I'm like, yeah, old me wouldn't have done that. Like, I don't know, for an example now is, so I go to Muay Thai every week. I've started going at the start of this year. And I go in shorts. I, me, 
I never used to go in shorts because I'm always so conscious of everyone's just looking at me really and truly nobody cares but things like that generally taking part has has just driven me to intentionally do the things I want to do and with that it has also helped me step into myself more because sometimes the things that you want you have to get out of your comfort zone to go and get them so I felt like being part of 52 of bravery has kind of just helped with that but this has also helped me become myself and like shed layers of doubt as well and it's just you know what's the worst that could happen or I've done it and I didn't die so you're like oh okay all right so yeah and I was also thinking about the whole you know how I feel that 2022 I've stepped into myself more I don't know whether it also has to do with me turning 30 (laughs) as well because I've been told that when you turn 30 that's just kind of that's when the penny drops and you give zero fucks about anything and maybe it's true I don't know maybe it's true or maybe it's just a placebo effect it could be a placebo I don't know and perhaps it's just like a result of all the life events that you've accumulated and the epiphanies that have just manifested into where I am today and I just feel like I've just stopped caring about a lot of things that don't serve me like things will not concern me listen I've stopped spending time and energy on them which is actually quite difficult because naturally I'm a sponge that takes in everything that takes everything to heart and even things that are irrelevant I'm an overthinker so yeah so it's it's still a process but I can definitely notice a difference and I just had to unlearn a lot of things you know when things are not within your control let it go or why think about things that have nothing you know what, what do they say taking paracetamol for someone else's headache that's the that's the thing I have stopped taking paracetamol for other people's headache that is it and I feel so much more at peace by it and I'm still in the process of unlearning and you know it's a process because yeah I felt like that was something that was just very ingrained in me and I have found so much peace in the process of unlearning that and with that I feel like I have created space and I'm continuing to create space within myself to just be me and to be me more unapologetically as well so yeah it's been it's been a journey I guess I wanted to share my thoughts on what I read on the Pepper Your Talk newsletter that I'm subscribed to. So I think it was last week or the week before. I can't remember. But quite a recent, um, either like the one of the last three newsletters. So it's in the last three weeks or so. I read, so this is a newsletter that gets sent by... Dior her name is Dior I can't remember her surname and for the life of me I can't remember what she does let me have a quick look and 
explain that because I feel like I ought to introduce it. Okay, I found her. So it's Dior Bediaco and she's a life coach, keynote speaker and a celebrity interviewer, founder of Pepper Your Talk and Pepper Your Talk is a platform where your professional and personal life meet. So I think her platform shares like daily inspiration, the newsletter, which I'm subscribed to. And I believe there's also an accountability group associated with it. So what I saw in the newsletter was goals give our lives direction. Identity gives our lives meaning. And I had to like sit still and really take that in. Because I thought that was such a good um, phrase, quote. I don't know whether it was a quote because it wasn't in quotation marks. But anyway, but I've done it in a quotation marks in my notes because, yeah, I took it from somewhere, obviously. But, um, yeah, it was something that, you know, I had to kind of like stand still to it and be like, you know what, you, you have a point there. And the example that she gave was on weight loss so in a quick summary the point that was made on weight loss was about how the satisfaction you get from weight loss differs if it just happened so if it happened as a a side effect maybe due to illness for example or stress versus if it happened as a result of you intentionally working for it, so i.e. you know, balanced diet, um, exercising, uh, etc. So those things in which you're practicing discipline and consistency. Because you might look in the mirror, stand on the scale, get out your measuring tape, and yes, your end result is the same and you've hit your goal. However, the satisfaction that you receive from achieving that goal differs based on how you got there. So it's like you've reached your goal and then what? But then at least if you like worked for it, then even though you've reached your goal, you'll be left with the evidence of your discipline and the evidence of your consistency. And that's something that you might find easy to apply in other areas of your life because you've seen what it can do for you. You've seen the results of it. And I feel like that's part of character. And then that kind of relates back to identity. So once a goal is achieved, that's it. Like, that's it. It's over. On to the next thing. Whereas identity is something that is you know something that's constant it doesn't end it yes it evolves it definitely can evolve with time based on experiences based on how you shape it but it's something that stays with you forever and also to an extent and I think that's kind of like the beauty of it as well we have the freedom to define our identity so applying it to myself I was thinking it's all well and good, you know, going away on a sabbatical, coming back and say that I've done it, I've ticked it off, it's something I put on my vision board, it's something I set myself out to do, etc. I've done this thing I've always wanted to do, but what will I really get out of it? You've done it so well. 
And I believe that having a certain level of um, self-awareness and knowing the type of person I am and knowing the type of person that I want to be, it makes it easier to make sure that my sabbatical aligns with me, with me as a person, with my values, with my wants, my needs, and most importantly, to make sure that it's meaningful. And I feel like when you embark on certain journeys or experiences, how do you know it would be meaningful if you don't necessarily know yourself or know what it is you want from yourself or who it is that you want to be, the identity that you want to form or the identity your future self has? How can you like ensure you get value or meaning out of a certain experience if you haven't defined, you know, what you want out of it, how it's going to benefit you or how it's going to benefit your future self? Have you even defined your future self? What does that look like? What are the traits and characteristics? I'm going off on a tangent. <laughs> like my mind is just spiraling. And yeah, I don't know. But I just thought it was really, really interesting when I read that. And that was something I uh, wanted to share. And you also notice like through the podcast episodes that things like topics like, you know, identity and self-growth and self-discovery it's very much an underlying theme of this podcast and it's not intentional I didn't do that on purpose but I think it's just part and parcel of my preparation and that it all kind of alludes to the shift in mindset the shift in my mindset that has enabled me to believe that what I once thought wasn't within reach for me actually is in reach and or can be in reach and I also feel that the past year has really amplified that for me. I was listening to a recent episode of um, Say Your Mind podcast by Kalechi Okafo and I think someone wrote in and for tarot reading and stuff like that and um, she was talking about self-actualization and that apparently once you have the feeling of self-actualization you feel like a bull in a china shop because you've clocked your potential and you just want to apply it everywhere to see how far it can take you kind of like um like Matilda <laughs> like when Matilda discovers her powers and then you know all of a sudden she's playing with it in the living room or in the dining area and they're all dancing and da 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 by all I mean the objects are dancing I don't know I can visualize the scene I'm pretty sure there was music there as well but yeah yeah I hope you know what I mean I hope you've all seen Matilda but um and if you haven't heard of the term self-actualization so self-actualization is the process of becoming everything you are capable of becoming, i.e. becoming the best version of yourself. And 
some like key features of um, self-actualization is self-acceptance, trusting yourself, trusting your judgment, you know, trusting your own experiences and staying true to yourself. And I'm sure like most, if not all, have heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So it's a psychological um, theory and it's in the pyramid shape and self-actualization is at the top of the pyramid and what is at the base believe i believe is um like physiological needs so that's basically your basic needs like shelter and food and things you need to survive and then safety and then it comes to love and belonging and relationships then it moves on to esteem before it gets to self-actualization and self-actualization I believe when it manifests in people it probably shows up differently in different people but that's where I feel I am sometimes I was a bit like "Ooh, is that too grand of a term but when I was just like reading up on it and you know kind of like reading certain descriptions and feeling the way I'm feeling at the moment about myself, I I could say, yeah, I could say that that is a, um, a term that I can apply to the space that I'm in at the moment. And I still feel it's very much in process. So I don't necessarily, I don't want to go crazy, basically. I kind of just want to dwell in it, spend time in it and... For me, the best way to do that is to not introduce any drastic change. And by drastic change, I mean going on sabbatical. (laughs) So I kind of want to stay put and just dwell in my current environment in this space that I'm in, basically. I hope that makes sense. And you might recall from, I think it was episode three... Um, why didn't I start doing this earlier about the that girl workshop that I went to like the first time I encountered a safe space and where we had to write down how our 13 year old selves would think of us and I felt like definitely when I did that at 25 compared to doing that now at 30 I reckon my 14 13 year old self and my teenage self as well I reckon they'd be proud of me because, yeah, I'm proud of me. So, yeah, just wanted to add that in. So, long story short, I've booked my ticket. I'm leaving later than I thought I would. It's a one-way ticket. Next stop, next stop, first stop is Colombia. So my ticket is to Colombia. And, um, yeah. I'm going to leave it there. I'm quite curious if you've had any similar experiences in terms of like yourself, growth or self-discovery, you know, um, becoming self-actualized, what that has meant for you, how that has felt for you. I'll be quite curious to... um, to learn about other people's experiences as well 
So do let me know. And also just let me know what you thought of the podcast as well. Rate and review. Feel free to send me an email at scribbletoskyrocket at gmail.com or you can DM me as well, scribbletoskyrocket on Instagram. And yeah, I'll speak to you soon. Bye.